3: Wisden.com Test Match Cricket from Dubai with Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon for spec savers the test experts and ProAtar, the new coaching app that connects you with the biggest names in cricket. Jeff, I don't know where to start. What a test match. What a conclusion. What an amazing innings from Usman Khawaja. Incredible captain's knock from Tim Payne that enabled the Australians to somehow save this test match in terms of... Six ball overs faced. It was the longest they've ever batted in a fourth innings to save a Test match. And it was thoroughly deserved for what they were able to achieve on days four and five.
1: We've been at a lot of Test matches together, you and I. And we've been at quite a lot of other ones independently. And that is right up there in terms of a contest, in in terms of a conclusion, in terms of a remarkable individual performance. Because really, ultimately, that's what it comes down to is Mm. one... Absolute freak show of an innings. <laughs> no one, uh, players don't bat through five sessions normally. They normally don't do it on days one and two. You know, occasionally the odd Alistair Cook or someone can pull that mm. off, and even then it's amazing. To do it in the last five sessions of a test match and to do it in conditions that were helpful for spin with footmarks, with reverse swing, with incredible heat, the oppressive, sapping sort of high 30 degree uh, humidity and heat out there in the middle, it's, I've genuinely I can't believe that a human being can do that.
3: He faced 302 balls for his 141, his first 100 in Asia. Indeed, before this week, his highest score in Asia was 26 in Test Match Cricket. But it was more than 500 minutes. Only Mike Atherton's batted longer in a fourth innings draw. It really is... Uh, by any metric, one of the truly all-time great fourth innings contributions. There are a handful that stand out. There's Slasher Mackay for Australia in 1960-61 and what he did in that Calypso summer test. There's Ricky Ponsing at Old Trafford in 2005, which also stands out. But this sits right next to those two hands that we've spoke about so much over the years.
1: And uh, throw in his first innings which was another four hours or so of batting Uh, add those together and it's an aeroplane's worth of minutes it's 767 minutes is what he (laughs) batted in the test match 12 hours and 47 minutes 12 and three quarter hours uh, just over that is what he batted in the test match making 85 and then his 141 it's Astonishing, and then what's more astonishing is that in the meantime he was fielding. So yeah. he was in, and at gully for most of the time, so he was waiting for a catch for two and a half days while Pakistan were batting. So he spent an hour and a half off the field until he was dismissed late on day five. Uh, he'd, he'd spent 21 overs out of, I can't remember what it was, 200 or something. Uh, he'd spent an hour and a half off the field in the entire match.
3: It's, it's insane. Yeah, absolutely, and part of the reason our voices are both... Ragged, mine, especially, ragged rather, mine especially is, is that the, the tension and drama as that test match reached its conclusion mm. actually we'll return to that first of all uh, here, here are a few words Usman Khawaja had uh, with Wisdom.com Test Match Cricket after he completed his epic
0: that pile I get your mind to the I got my quite got my I got my I got Yeah, just and I just the by that is to the and also to on the and also to the and also to on the party and to be on uh, yeah, like the party and also to be on the party and to the party and to on the party and to be on the party and to on the party and to the and to on the party and to the party and to on the party and to the and to on the party and to the party and to on the party and to the party and to on the party and to the and the to the and the to the and the to the and on the impact of a blackout and a um, terrible old career. Um, and it's I'm like, going like, to go about to that and we've to go for yeah. And we kind of like, you know, a sense of what it does from the right, the right the right side, so it's almost 30, you know, around the what we we to be able to to do a and that's of going um, that, um, really um, to a a we are to the next day. That just I know a couple of eyes I'm basically to on so have sure. the of to to have because I should be the panels and you know, the sessions you know, you know, you know, to be able and we'll it out and you know, you know, the case. And it's so to the first
3: Right, so Jeff, we've heard from Musman Kowaja. The supporting actors in this masterpiece were all are all worth mentioning. To begin with, Travis Head on debut 72. He came in when Australia lost three wickets with the score on 87 on day four. Uh, when he got out to the second new ball, that's when the wobble occurred. They lost three for two at that point. Travis Head, uh, actually, it was a bit later they lost three for two, but initially Travis Head fell and Marnus Labuschagne, the other debutant, for 13. Then enter Tim Payne. Tim Payne, the Australian captain under the most... Bizarre circumstances earlier this year. No one could have possibly called this, but this was a captain's knock. 61 runs, 194 balls, scratchy to begin, found a way to survive in these conditions. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the test match, Payne looks thoroughly at ease and looks like every bit the top six batsman, really.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, there were some dicey moments, uh, a couple of balls that just missed the stumps in inside edges and so on, and he also nearly ran out Osman Usman <laughs> at one point, which would have been uh, a quality captain's contribution. But 194 balls, his uh, longest innings in Test cricket was 196. That was in India uh, back in 2010 when he was a young mm. fellow, you know, the full of promise for the future coming in. <laughs> oh, he's going to have a great Test career. Um, oops, put that on pause for eight years. But now he's finally having it belatedly, and wh- what an extraordinary performance that was. And when when was dismissed, Tim Payne had to take up uh, the responsibility. There were still 14 overs to go. Mitchell Stark and Peter Siddle fell two overs later. 12 overs left, two wickets in hand. Uh, absolute sort of skin tightening, knee jiggling kind of nervous stuff. And he had to get through that with Nathan Lyon and find
3: a way. And somehow, somehow incredibly they did it. Uh, Jeff, you caught up with Tim Payne after playing. Here's that conversation.
1: Tim Payne, welcome to Wisdom.com. Uh, it's still very, very hot out here and uh, what a taxi game but somehow you guys managed to pull it out of the fire.
2: Yeah it was it was a really tough five days. I thought Pakistan played outstandingly well and put us under pressure from well, from the first day so um, for us to get a draw out of that from where we came from at one stage on day three is an outstanding effort from our group and um, we're really proud of them. It
1: wasn't just uh, this last day it was sort of late on every day through the test you found a way to drag yourself back in a bit after being punished at some point during the day and um, it just seemed that, that resilience never went away.
2: Yeah, absolutely. We talk about that. We want to be a team that fights all the time and never gives in, so um, I think the boys will take a lot of belief out of what's happened in the last few days and um, we can look forward to the next test with some real confidence.
1: Batting through five sessions, especially in this part of the world, you know, you've got to do a last day. Did you realistically think it was possible? Obviously the dream would be there, but um, in in your honest heart of hearts?
2: Um, I was hopeful. Yeah, I thought we'd have to bat really, really well and we'd need someone to score a massive 100 and Um, and I think we did I think Usman played one of the the best innings as you'll ever see anywhere in test cricket Um, on on that wicket on day five um, you know he showed real guts determination but he also showed the high level of skill he's got so um, while he was there I was always confident that um, we, we could possibly get there so it was a great result
1: that's as far as we know. I think that's the longest any Australian batsman's batted in the fourth innings of a test ever. You know, that's that's an all-time great innings.
2: Yeah, it was. Um, as I said, it was yeah, it was an amazing innings. It was full of everything you'd want out of a test match innings. But um, yeah, I think people talk about how much he fought and um, you know the conditions over here, but. Um, it, it was amazing batting with him to see just how good he is um, from a pure skill, skill and, sense and then he had to hand the
1: baton on, on to you once he was dismissed, you had to make sure you saw it through um, you have played a couple of very long innings in India in 2010 when you were first in the test side but it's a very long time ago yeah. uh, and you were able to, to channel that and get back in that space again
2: Yeah, I think so. I was just trying to bat for as long as I could. There was no real secret to it. Um, Trying to watch the ball as hard as I could and and play straight and had a few hiccups along the way. But um, I think you need a bit of luck on on day five wickets um, against quality attacks like that. So, um, yeah, just really proud of the way our group um, stuck together over the last five days.
1: A few hairy moments for you. They tested out your leg stump a few times, yes. just uh, just snuck by. Uh, you, you must have been heart, heart in your mouth on a few occasions.
2: Yeah, I was. Um, but I, again, you knew that was going to happen on day five. There was always going to be chances and then lots of appeals and um, things happening left, right and centre. So again, really proud of the way our team held our composure um, under that pressure.
1: Do you think that you know this could, be, I mean, this could be a making of a team you've been you smashed out of the match 10 for 60 in that first innings and then to come back and, and get this result it's as good as a win
2: yeah not quite as good as a win but um but yeah really pleasing as you said after losing 10 for 60 I think um, a lot of the work we've put in guys could have second guessed what what they were about or what their plans were but um, I was really pleased with the way our guys stuck at stuck at their guns in the second innings and um, didn't go into their shells and, and just kept fighting well,
1: beautifully played by Osman, well batted by you as well, and uh, congratulations on one of the great results in Australian Test cricket, really.
2: Thanks, mate. Cheers. Cheers. You
3: mentioned Nathan Lyon. His five from 34 balls cannot be underestimated. Tim Payne was asked at his media conference, what were you two talking about in the middle? It's quite a common question when two batsmen mm-hmm. have been in the middle for a yep. period of cricket, which... Is memorable. And he said that they were talking about the episode of the in betweeners they were going to watch in the team room tonight because they're the only guys on tour whose families aren't here at the moment. So they're just hanging out on their oh, own. Ah, hanging so out, hanging having out a bit of a In the cuddle. team room watching the yeah, in betweeners. So, nice. But Nathan Lyon faced 34 balls in the end and perhaps it was as solid as pain By the end, he didn't need to farm the strike, although he did a little bit because Lyon's defence stood up to scrutiny.
1: Well, I mean, the funny bits were that they kept taking runs that weren't, you know, that weren't really necessary at that stage. Of the innings Tim Payne sprinting back for two in the last over of the day Um, maybe maybe could have just put that one away Uh, but Lyon looked good it's one of those things where as a bowler it's like would you rather take five for 34 or score five from 34 Mm. and uh, in this instance Nathan Lyon got to be the man who saved a test for Australia
3: Mohammad Abbas wasn 't able to add to his three wickets from day four. Yasir Shah did take four wickets of his own. He nearly got the job done couldn 't quite get there on the day Pakistan claimed five wickets. They needed seven to begin. They fell too short. We saw what happened to Australia in the Ashes contest of 2009 when they couldn't stick the landing in the first test match at Cardiff and how that really infected the rest of the series for them. It's a huge psychological uh, barrier for Safraz Ahmed's side now to get back and climb before they reach Abu Dhabi next week. Yeah,
1: I think it's just frustration. It's like you've done all the hard work, you've... you've, uh grinded it out for days uh, with the bat, you've done well in the field in the first innings and absolutely pogoed the opposition and then suddenly that same opposition have climbed out of the grave and and are walking around again and you're thinking this isn't right, how can this be? So there will be tremendous frustration there um, and it'll be very interesting to see what happens so much riding on that toss, if Australia win that toss in Abu Dhabi They could be odds-on to win it, but uh, if they lose that toss, they could be in real trouble.
3: Yeah, you did speak to Safraz Ahmed after play. We'll come to that. What I took from that is that he's actually maintained quite a positive disposition. He's just really thrilled that uh, the Pakistan side had been part of a classic Test match.
1: Yeah, he he at least had that appreciation. He said, of course, he was disappointed, but he could see the bigger picture and that uh, if it was good for cricket, then uh, that was for the best. Safra Ahmed, welcome to com. Uh, one of the great test match finishes in the end. It was uh, thrilling right down to the second last ball.
4: Yeah, actually, you know, this is all about test ticket. People thinking it look, looks like a match draw. But, you know, suddenly you take one wicket and suddenly happen. Well, match goes to the last ball. So this is all about test ticket. But I think credit really goes to go Osman khoja He was a lone warrior To I think because of him, the match is draw. The way he batted in the, especially the fourth inning, so he played really well. He played some of the good shot, especially against the spinners, reverse sweep and sweep shots. I think normally, you know, Australian batsman not playing like that. But the way he batted, I think credit goes to him.
1: Yeah, no no Australian batsman has ever played for that long in the fourth innings. Uh, so what you came up against was something very special.
4: Yeah, I think first of all, congrats to him. I think one of the best innings he, he has played in test cricket. So I think he, he, he was very happy. But I think against congrats to him, the way he batted, I think all credit goes to Man khwaja because of the him matches draw.
1: Your guys fought really hard. Yasir Shah especially had a difficult test match. And then when he got that first wicket, suddenly he came to life.
4: But, you know, yeah, 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 this is all about test cricket, but, you know, Yastisha is our main bowler. Yes, yeah, he was struggling a uh, couple of times, you know, because he, he was since came back after a one, one and a half year. So, it's not easy to play test cricket. You play domestic cricket. Yeah, it's, it's different pressure there. But uh, we give it to time to Yastisha. He He's our main bowler. So, and because of him, match is very close. So, I think credit goes to him. He bowled really well, especially the last hours. But I know I know him. He is very well. He's our main bowler. So, hopefully, he will bounce back to, in next matches.
1: Did you think that it was possible for Australia to survive given they had to bat five sessions? And
4: I think uh, if you're talking about the fifth day, it's, it's not easy to bat on this type of pitches, you know, rough patches, so lots of time. I think, again, credit goes to the Australian team. The way he batted in, in the last, Tim Payne fought really hard. I think credit goes to him also, also as well.
1: Uh, do you think maybe you could have attacked more earlier in the day? or What, what was your strategy for leaving the men out?
4: I think a strategy was taking the wicket, you know, leaving the man out, you know, we have lots of close fielders as well. We have four closing filters. Only the strategy is contain the runner and take the wicket. Lots put lots of pressure on the batsman. But again the way Travis Head and Usman Khawaja batted they're playing sweep. So it outclasses.
1: Even though you're disappointed that you didn't get the win, can you enjoy the fact that you were part of such a good test match?
4: Yeah, definitely, if you see our position is very good on a fifth day. But I'm really disappointed, but I think cricket today is a cricket win.
1: That's a good attitude to have. Uh, Congratulations, your team played so well. We'll look forward to seeing you in the second test.
3: So we've completed the first test match of Wisdom.com coverage, Jeff. uh, Last but not least, in signing off, we're obviously exhausted, a little bit overwhelmed, thoroughly appreciative of the kind comments, quite chuffed really how well it's been received. Um, thanks for everyone. For thanks to everyone, rather for, for tuning in across the five days, especially at that incredible conclusion this afternoon. At, you can feel and, the and,
1: energy, can't you? You can yeah. feel people getting on board. You can feel the, the listeners joining up as, as, the, as the overs tick down and the minutes <laughs> go by.
3: It really did make it all worthwhile. So make sure that you do stick with us at Abu Dhabi next week. We can't wait to bring you the broadcast. A little bit of news that we broke this afternoon is that Mike Hussey is joining the Wisdom.com team for the second test match. So It'll be a lot of fun. Yes. Uh, We'll be there. Adam Collins, Jeff Lemon, Andrew Donison, our producer as well. There are so many people to thank. We're not going to go through them all now. We'll save that for next week. But needless to say... I do just
1: want to single out Ben Jones from QuickViz who's done done some beautiful stat work for us over the last five days. Absolutely tremendous analysis.
3: And I also thank our friend at Broadcast Radio who made our server possible, John Michael. Now, this might sound like a weird thing to be thanking someone for, but if not for John Michael, this broadcast would simply would not have happened yet. Nah,
1: wouldn't have happened. He, he has been uh, underneath the hood. He's been on that little like wheel trolley getting underneath the engine bay, <laughs> uh, getting various kinds of shifters and spanners and whatever, and they're all digital, and we don't understand most of it, but by God, he's fixed some problems. And don't forget, Yasrana, who has been down the digital mines, chopping up all the audio bits <laughs> editing the podcast making sure that the videos work and uh, doing all of those things online so that people can follow along
3: and of course last but absolutely not least our commercial partners who've supported us this week and are supporting us again next week spec savers the test experts ProAtar, the new coaching app that connects you with the biggest names in cricket SeaBus super building a future we can all be proud of and budgie smuggler australian swimwear made in australia and again last Again, thank you so much for the support. Thanks for backing it in. Thanks for getting involved. We'll be at Abu Dhabi next week. What a classic Test match we've had at Dubai. We'll talk to you from the other part of the country in a couple of days' time.
1: The next one's probably going to be better.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.